everybody. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the show. I wanted to talk a little bit today about comparing um, shows and movies that we like or don't like in some cases, but with the large influx of these geek properties, it's very easy to compare them. And I want to talk today about why that might not always be a good thing. Join me in a minute. Hello there. My name is Brennan Meyer. That noise you're hearing is my ventilator. Welcome to Only What You Take With You. Presented by Page Turners, They Were Not, my Star Wars podcast. You know, this morning I was thinking about it. And I realized I could have called my Tuesday episodes, Your Focus Determines Your Reality. Because that's kind of a basic point. I think your focus determines your reality and what's in there, only what you take with you, are connected ideas about where you choose to focus, what you choose to bring with you into any work of art. So, but let's talk a little bit today about comparing properties or shows. Now, it's very easy for us, and this is human nature, to compare one thing to another and say, I don't like this as much as I like this. And that's fine. The danger lies in allowing those comparisons to negatively affect our view. What do I mean by that? Well, let's take a look. When the Kenobi series was on the way, I heard a couple of film pundits whose names I will not repeat say that they needed a good Star Wars series to wash the stench of Obi-Wan out of their minds. I'm sorry. I completely blew it. To wash the stench of the Book of Boba Fett out of their minds. Well, I mean, everyone's going to have the series that they like. In Star Wars or any other franchise. And I suppose, I recall when The Force Awakens came out, a lot of people were saying, finally, it washes the stench of the prequels away. How the tables have turned. I think that sometimes we need to beware of saying things like, um, man, I wish that this series was more like this series. 
you know, Four Center has said, and their mantra is, engage with the story presented to you. And it's my feeling that maybe this kind of comparison is not engaging with the story. Um, I think a lot of it is focusing on it didn't give me what I wanted, but I wanted it to be more like this other show. Now, if you see a series and you come out and going, well, I didn't, it didn't really give me what I wanted. Okay, that's fine. I think that we must make sure that we It's almost a difficult concept to explain. But let me give you a better example. Okay. House of the Dragon and the Rings of Power are both out right now. They're both high fantasy series set in this ancient, made-up, amazing world with certain similar themes. Certain. Okay. Very easy targets for comparison. Okay, well, I happen to like House of the Dragon a little bit better than the first two episodes of Rings of Power. That is not an insult to Rings of Power. Some people use the comparison to be like, man, this show should have been more like this show. And I think that maybe that's the wrong way to look at it. Because it you're not allowing the shows to stand on their own. Okay. We're going to take a short break. And when we come back, I'll try to explain my ramblings a little bit better. See you in a minute. Okay, we are back. Well, you know what? Let's cut to the chase. Let me give you the greatest example of what I can think of. All right, Mandalorian comes out, right? Mandalorian, everyone loves it. Yay. Sequel Trilogy comes out. Eh. Strong start, but the fandom became a little bit more split as they went along. I can't tell you how many people I heard say, man, Mandalorian is the Star Wars that we should have gotten with the sequels. The sequels should have been like this. You know, uh, if only they had done the sequels the way they're doing The Mandalorian, it would have been so much better. Oh, man, did I hear that a lot. Let me just say really quick, I think it's terribly unfair. Right? The sequel trilogy comes out. And to some fans, Kathleen Kennedy becomes public enemy number one. She becomes exactly what George Lucas was in the 2000s. 
called Public Enemy Number One. Kathleen's ruining Star Wars, blah, blah, blah. Okay. Then she greenlights The Mandalorian. And Star Wars Rebels. And other things like that have come out in this era. The ones that have been generally well received. Nobody even mentions her. Now, mind you, Kathleen Kennedy is not really the one making the creative decisions with the sequel trilogy. To my understanding. Certainly she is calling some of the big picture shots. The same with Mandalorian. I find it to be tremendously unfair that she is so lambasted with the sequel trilogy and yet no one says a word in her praise for the Mandalorian. That's a side tangent. I do think some of that is sexism. I really do. Okay, putting that aside. Comparing the Mandalorian to the sequel trilogy and saying this is what they should have done. This is the Star Wars that we wanted and needed. I don't think it's a fair comparison. You're dealing with very different things. Different mediums. Different stories. The point is... It's okay to compare art. We shouldn't use that as a weapon. I like the House of the Dragon better than Rings of Power. Okay. I am not weaponizing that and saying, hey, Amazon, you should have done it the way that HBO did. You should have followed their lead. You should have made a show like their show. That would be wrong of me to do that. I can just simply say, I like House of Dragon a little better. Voila. Let me give you a prime example as we conclude. In 1999, Shakespeare in Love won Best Picture beating the favorite Saving Private Ryan at the Oscars. All right. Even before the movies were in award contention, certainly there was quite an aggressive campaign. I mean, yes, the the guy in charge of getting Shakespeare in Love, which is a British film, distributed in America. Yep, it was Harvey Weinstein. Now, he didn't have anything to do with the making of the movie, as far as I understand it. So how he negotiated his name to the accredited producer so he could win an Oscar statue, I don't know how that worked. But yes, we have to acknowledge the elephant in the room. But putting him out of the equation, there was, they were, there was definitely a media battle pitting Shakespeare and Love against 
stayed in private eye. Right? The movies are nothing alike. They're not set in the same time period. They're not about... Those stories have nothing to do with each other. You know, their tones have nothing to do with each other. They have nothing to do with each other. So why people compare it is beyond me. And I think the, it's hard to go anywhere and have a discussion about Shakespeare and love without somebody yelling that Saving Private Ryan should win Best Picture. But I, let me just say this really quick. Oscars don't matter. Oscars matter in the short run. They don't matter in the long run. And no matter who you think should have won that year, history has shown that both films still stand. Maybe Saving Private Ryan stands a little bit higher in the in. Not, I don't know about quality, at least not for me, but certainly in the imagine in the minds of people, in the imagination. When people think war films, they think that you know, and and Shakespeare in Love is what it is. The point is that I'm trying to make is each piece of art needs to stand on its own. Pitting them against each other and creating a war, creating these big wars beyond the same Private Ryan Shakespeare in Love War, or the Mandalorian versus the sequel trilogy war. These, this doesn't need to exist. You can enjoy them or not without the need to make these, pit them against each other in a battle. And that's really what I'm trying to say. Enjoy it or not, don't make a war. But to end with, as I said, the motto from Force Center, engage with the story presented to you. And you know what? I've taken that motto to heart and with so many shows and so many movies, I had a much better experience because of taking that advice. Okay, let me know what you think. My name is Brennan Marr. That noise you're hearing is my ventilator. Thank you for tuning in to Only What You Take With You, presented by Page Turners. They were not my Star Wars podcast. As always, let's leave the weapons at the door. Obviously, I'm talking metaphorically, but also physically. But maybe weapons is the wrong word. Leave our baggage at the door and engage with what's there. Thank you for listening. May the Force be with you. <laughs>